Good evening and welcome back to TMI Fantasy Sports Podcast. 2021 NBA Finals Edition. Tonight's episode, we will be recapping games one through three and going over game four. What's up, man? Ain't nothing, man. We gonna, we gonna get into the juice. We finally we finally we finally got a good game last night uh, in these 2021 NBA uh, Finals. Uh, you called it. Well, uh, a blind chicken gets a piece of corn every now and again. But <laughs> you want to start with games? Uh, game one. That's a good one. Game one is uh, how we got here. Uh, you know, Phoenix had the home court. Obviously, they they kept serve and uh, it, at home. And then so far, that's all that Milwaukee has done, uh, with the exception of the last game being very close and uh, with some suspense and. And drama. We didn't know who was going to win until like the last minute or so. Right. But in game one, how did you feel that uh, Phoenix came out on top and why? I mean, game one, 118, 105. Uh, Yeah, I mean, they only missed one free throw. Jay Crowder only missed one free throw. He was the only one to do it. They were 96% from the free throw line. Um. it was Giannis. Giannis uh, actually had his lowest mark in the postseason as far as field goals. He had 20? Uh, he only had 11 field goal attempts. But he had 20 points, didn't he? Yeah, like his, his performance wasn't bad. It's just, I think he was just coming back from that injury, you know, and just, right. I mean, that's tough. Not anyone can just do what he did. So, but yeah, I mean, overall, it just holiday performed poorly i mean chris middleton showed up he did his thing 29 points uh you know the suns outscored them in the paint which is unusual they played a cleaner game i believe in in game one and in game two as well um well what what else you got in game one well the, the i think one interesting thing that leads up to game four is uh I mean, obviously, between in game two, you know, Bobby Portis only played five minutes. One of the more interesting things that I've caught in game one is that uh, when Forbes played, uh, the game, uh, you know, the pace of the game jumped up. He only played 12 minutes, but it increased to 108, you know, points for every 100 possessions pretty much. But what's weird is that I feel like that, catered more to phoenix because they play faster you know what i mean yeah, but that's that's what they need in their favor uh that's their their strength to milwaukee's weakness um right yeah yeah so they need, they need the game to be at a, at a faster pace because they're smaller 100 so which is crazy because it was what the the second fastest game for Phoenix the entire postseason and it was the the Bucks fourth so that's what I mean I play I think they played their game and what's crazy is that in game two and game three you saw Forbes minutes dial back so obviously somebody told Boldenhoser something or he saw it for himself and said you know what the whole fast pace thing isn't going to work so I need a the people that I throw in my lineup that come off the bench need to cater to how we play right so. So Phoenix got to impose their will in games one and two at home. And then we come to Milwaukee where you feared the deer and in, uh, in game three, 
Uh, tell me again what the final score was. In game three, it was 120 to 100. Um, the blowout game. Right, right. So one wild thing that happened in game three, um, and it just gradually got worse with uh, Chris Paul and, I mean, just everybody anyway it, in general. But turnovers right, uh, were a big deal. Um, one crazy thing uh, that I noticed is that nobody in game three was in the plus for um, Phoenix. They had um, nobody in the plus and plus minus, but – Meanwhile, Milwaukee's just going ham. They got several players on it. But I think turnovers has been killing Phoenix uh, leading into game three and four even. I mean, in game four, they had even more. I mean, we'll speak on that, but yeah. And that's the reason that they probably held serve at home in the first two games. They, they played cleaner. Uh, they played their, more, their style of basketball. And Milwaukee allowed it. And Milwaukee made adjustments uh, coming back home. And that's maybe why, plus the, the, the energy of the crowd and oh yeah, you know, being at home, sleeping in your own bed. We all, we know all the cliches. I'm sure everybody felt more comfortable. Um, but what I've yet to see in the first three games from either team, even though Milwaukee, and you correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. even though Milwaukee's uh, won game three, 120 to 100, is that all three players or the big three, if you will, for each team clicking on all cylinders. In the 120-100 defeat in game three, the, the win, I should say, in mm-hmm. game three for Milwaukee, I believe, I don't think Drew Holiday had a good game. No, no, he actually had a terrible game uh, in game three. Uh, what's mind-blowing in game three is that Holiday and Middleton combined for 39 points uh, to, you know, that's what's interesting to me. Yeah, it, it took the first the, three games before we get into game four. And I don't, I haven't seen the quote unquote superstars on each team click on all cylinders. Uh, game one, Chris Paul played well, well, but mm-hmm. uh, and Booker was okay. In game two, Aiton didn't have a big game. Mm-hmm. And, and and on the other side, we're we're just talking about Milwaukee. Um. My overall point is the guys that are supposed to or the ones that have brought them to this point, mm-hmm. they're inconsistent. Yeah. It's it's literally like a game of tag. Like, hey, you got this one. I got this one. And it's just, yeah, I'm, not, I'm with you. And to me, watching the games, sometimes it feels like I'm watching a regular season game. Right. It doesn't feel like a final. Yeah. I, I feel you on that. Uh, I, especially like game games one and two. I, I kind of felt that way. Like, you you know, when you enter the finals, you feel that you have that feeling that like, this is it. You know what I mean? Magic is, I mean, right. there's no excuse because the fans are in the arena. So, mm-hmm. but I'm not sensing that magic in the air. And I think it's because um, what I just said, I'm waiting to see Booker, Aiden, Chris Paul all have a good game. Mm-hmm. Middleton, uh, Holiday, and, 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 and Giannis, obviously, all three of them have a good game. Role players coming off the bench. Campaign is, uh, he hasn't had, really had a good game yet. I want to see what well, everybody that's gotten both these teams to this point mm-hmm. click on all cylinders in one game. We got close last night, but 
I think in game one, you had you had uh, Mikael Bridges go off um, along with Chris Paul and Booker. Okay. Uh, now, Booker was inefficient as shit, um, and we, sp- we spoke about that before. I mean... But Mikael just- Bridges isn't... I'm looking for Aiden, not Mikael right, Bridges. Yeah, yeah, I, I, for totally. I mean, still, it's nice to see somebody like that step it up. I mean, right. out of 245 games, I was he's only done that once. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you... That's what you want at this stage is you want people to step up. You're just asking for the stars to step up. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's who we're talking about. Right. That's Those are the ones that supposedly have gotten uh, both teams to this point. And you mentioned Mikael Bridges in game one mm-hmm. played well. What did he do in game two? Uh, let me look at it. He It wasn't bad, I, I, if I'm right. Uh, I think he dropped 14 or – 20 points somewhere. Yeah, pedestrian type game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, I'm not looking for, well, if he, if he had 14 points, that's good for him. 27 points. He had 27 in game two. Yeah, my bad. Although everything I just said was in game two. <laughs> okay. That's not just, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think obviously you, you said you, you, you get what I'm, what I'm saying. And I think yeah. that will, would make the games a little bit more, Intense, exciting. We got close to that last night, in my opinion. I think it's going to get even tighter because now it's the best uh, two out of three. Right. And I think uh, one prediction I had was Phoenix and six. I think uh, that's it's going to go seven. Mm-hmm. I don't see Phoenix winning in Milwaukee, but I do see them rebounding in uh, game five when they go home. But I'm jumping the gun. Um. So, so okay. Uh, now that you say that, I mean – that was your original prediction. A big deal. I mean, people after games one and two probably would have jumped on board with you with what you said. But um, or your it's prediction. Still, it's still doable. Oh, it is for sure. On both sides. Exactly. Really? Yeah, on both sides. But uh, and th- that's the thing. Like when you see it, it's uh it's rather mind blowing because anybody that saw game three, um, I don't know how you feel about it, Rob, but like I saw body language from the Suns that look demoralized. They look defeated. Like they, but in, in the middle of the game, they knew that they lost the game. Yeah. We, we talked about that, but that's the game. They lost uh 120 to 100. Right. Correct? So yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't, and I feel like that, although they, uh they did bounce back, like they, they came back and responded. I mean, Booker in game four had 42 points, uh, but it was blow for blow, obviously in game four, but, I feel like some of that residual, like demoralizing, uh, carried over from game three somewhat. And I feel like the fact that they lost game four did not help them for the rest of the series. Now, we're going to learn a lot about Phoenix, um, in these next three games and, and how they, how they come back from that. But I think, I don't know. For me, that's a big factor. One, one game at a time, Parker. <laughs> they have to win the next one. You can't look down the road. You can, but you make mistakes when you do that. But I understand what you're saying. The next three games, you you feel like what Milwaukee did to them in game three. Uh, well, well, we'll see. I mean, if Milwaukee wins the next two games, then it was because of game three. If they sweep them, so to speak, you know what I mean, from games three through six, that would be a sweep in essence in, inside of the series. And it could be from game three from – like you feel like uh, the Suns were demoralized. 
Yeah, I mean that's that's what it looked like to me. But again, I mean, but I don't know that it it I don't know that it carried over into Game Four because I mean that's the closest game we've had was one hundred nine one hundred three. So I, I get I guess what I'm saying is I, I I know I know what you mean. Like it 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 didn't look like it carried into Game Four because again they were blow for blow right and they were staying every run that the Bucks had. Phoenix responded to. They had an answer, and and they 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 had an answer, and they were ahead in in a lot of the a lot of the game, but uh, I I'm just saying from getting hit like that, it's like a bruise, right? Like so, game three is like a bruise, right? Okay, I'm not, okay, got you yeah, now. And then and then game four, it's like you're like up and you're you're ready to go, right? It's like bruise, the bruise isn't healed yet, right? So it's like you worked out really hard a couple of days ago, right? And the next day is not that bad. It's the day after that that's terrible. So um, kind of that, that's where I'm getting at with it. It's like, although they came to work out, as an analogy, they got their ass whooped, and I feel like it made it worse. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I don't know. No, I understand. I get what you're saying. A bruise takes time to heal. Right. And I don't uh, think, I don't think bruise, sometimes you can get a bruise and you think you're okay. And you can bump that spot and be like, it hurts all over again. Right. Um, <laughs> that's a good analogy. Um, but well, let's see. Well, well, well they, I don't know that. Okay. Here's what's interesting. I, I gather my thoughts. Okay. You, you mentioned a bruise and like it hurting uh not the next day, but the day after. Say for instance, not not Tuesday, but on Wednesday when you work out on Monday. Right. What's interesting to me is they had two days off mm-hmm. to recover from that bruise, if you will. Mm-hmm. If you notice, uh they had been playing every other day. And then uh, they played Sunday, but they gave them an extra day. They didn't play again until Wednesday. In other words, they usually, they normally would have played on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So they had extra time to recover from that bruise is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah. But I understand what you're saying. It may, you think, you think it may have residual effect and uh, we'll see. And I would, I would agree with that. Going forward, if like I said, Milwaukee wins the next two games, and I'll be like, you know what, that ass whooping that uh, they put on in Game Three—that's the reason that uh, the Milwaukee won the series, and Phoenix couldn't come back from that bruise. It may have been uh, actually a tear, torn meniscus. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely could be in that case. Uh, yeah, I mean that's kind of kind of where I, I see it. But um, I mean, you've had a lot transpire over the first three games. Um, leading into game four, uh, like I said, as blow for blow. And and tacking back, back onto what you said, you haven't seen both teams at full strength. You've seen a lot of weaknesses and, and you know, just inconsistent play. Inconsistent play, and things are just unraveling, and you're, you're seeing a lot of things happen. Things you don't normally see in the finals. You normally do see it in the beginning because you know how it is in the finals. Like, it's tight. Yeah, it, it's tight, and then everybody's, like, got those jitters. Even the yeah. Golden State Warriors ran through that. Like they run those jitters, they're missing shots, but they get comfortable, and that's kind of where you were getting at. That you saying Game Four, the NBA Final starts now. So. I, I I do believe I said Game Four would be the game where we would finally get a game 
where it's close, but even though it didn't come about the way I thought it would. And what I mean by that is Drew Holiday, uh, he, he didn't have a, another good game. It's kind of like... Uh, Which is wild because... Uh, sorry, sorry to intrude, but... Uh, before the, the the those games, they they're five and uh, they're six and two when Drew Holiday doesn't score twenty points. Hmm. But you can't take him out of the lineup because oh, no two and six. Sorry, no. But no. you can't take him out of the lineup because right. I mean he's your guy. He got you there, and you can't take him out of the lineup because he's doing a pretty good job on Chris Paul, oh, yeah. or Chris Paul doing a pretty good job on himself. We'll get into that. Um. But, yeah, I mean, last night it finally got to be an exciting game down to the end. Mm-hmm. And even though all the stars or quote-unquote stars aren't playing up to star quality of basketball, it's it's kind of like, uh, I'll give you an analogy, playing golf. When you tee off on, on a par four and you shank one to the right and you're under the trees and then you dribble one into the fairway, and then you finally get on in three and you make the putt and you get the par. It, it doesn't matter how you got there, but you got the score. You you see what I'm saying? So yeah. what I'm saying is, even though I'm not getting what I'm looking for from both teams, we finally got a, a, an entertaining game and I'm satisfied with that. And I think it's going to get better because it's the best two out of three now. And I think, I, I think that all the people that I mentioned will play up to their capabilities in these last three games because I do believe it's going to go seven. Yeah. Not nah, shit. I'll 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 add to that. Like I'll ta- I'll jump on board on that because I mean that's I, I at this point in the series it's they're both in desperation mode. Uh, you know, like you said, it's three games. So yeah, I could see that for sure. And I, I, it'd be nice to see who would win with them both being at full strength. They're at full strength. They're just not playing like it. Well, they, <laughs> they're, well, well, they're actually not at full strength, but we can't, we can't, I mean, we, they're we clicking on all cylinders it. better. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's, that's what I'm, that's, I like that. Mm-hmm. But um, we, we can't talk about Sarich. We can. I mean that has an effect on on Phoenix. They're not as deep as they could be, uh, and they're, that takes away some size that they could use. Um, yeah, it's. I'm right. They're only using seven or seven eight guys, man. They're they're again what you said. The rotation is slim. Um, I mean, playoff basketball. You start narrowing down. Uh, you give your better your best players more minutes. I mean, that's just how playoff basketball rolls, but. I think that that has made it a little more difficult for them uh, when, you know, feet or the sun or the bucks have also made adjustments. They got people coming off the bench like Connaughton and uh, he heard him last night. He did. He scored, he scored 11 points on him. So, and that there were big, a big 11 points, you know, those, those clutch big shots in the big moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, even and Cam even- Johnson, He's playing very well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but, there's a lot of promise on the benches here. That's true. Speaking of benches, um, I don't know. You want to delve into game four? or Yeah. I got some numbers to talk about. I'm sure you got some numbers to talk about. Let's do it. 
Um, we've been touching on it. And uh, the final score was 109-103. Obviously, Milwaukee coming out on top. Uh, Tight game. Yeah, which is what we want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, why the game was tight, uh, I, I think I'll, I'll say this. I think the game was tight because Phoenix was loose. Mm-hmm. What I mean by loose, the Phoenix wasn't tight. And what I mean by Phoenix not being tight, mm-hmm. they turned the ball over. Oof. I believe 17 times as a team. Yeah. Um, Disgusting. Three guys, uh, three, if I'm right, three guys that had over three. So it was a collective team effort. Or that, that'll cost you the game. <laughs> Yeah. That'll yeah. cost you six points, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Paul, he had five of them by himself. Mm-hmm. Um, leading up to the finals in the first three rounds of the playoffs, Chris Paul only had 22 turnovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got 15 in four games now. Mm-hmm. Games so, one and two, he had the best assist uh, turnover ratio, but that's dipped. But I'm I'm not blaming it all on Chris Paul, but like you said, other guys turned the ball over last night and Phoenix wasn't tight. Why? I don't know. Um, why? Chris Paul seems to, I don't know, he's dribbling the ball off his foot. He's dribbling off his knee. He's falling down. Is he getting tired because he's older? I mean, what do you see? Is why you think the Suns <clears throat> turn the ball over? Is it Milwaukee's defense? I, I, I truly think uh, Drew Holiday is doing an exceptional job on Chris Paul. I think, I think it does have to do with defense along with some of those factors that you said. Um, but, and I mean, it's just taking care of the ball. I don't, I, you normally don't see it. It could be, uh, him being tired. I mean, it's, they had an, but they had an extra day off. Yeah. Yeah. But eh, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's, that's tough to nail, but I, I do know that, uh, Drew Holiday is doing a fantastic job on him. Which then that speaks to why Drew Holiday's probably not uh, putting the offensive numbers that we would expect out of him because it's very difficult to expend a lot of energy on defense and then expect to, uh, on the other side of the ball, you know, put up numbers. Uh, your legs, you use more energy on defense. I'm sure you know that. Oh, but yeah. you, have, you have to be a certain type of dog in order to be able to play both sides of the ball. And Drew Holiday maybe is not that guy. No knock on him. No, if that's what they need in order to win, him not looking good on offense, but disrupting Phoenix and Chris Paul's, uh, you know, disrupting their their offense and, and what Chris Paul and those guys want to do, mm-hmm. then maybe that's best. But there's only there's not a lot of guys that can play both sides of the ball, like Kawhi Leonard at, at, a, at, a, at an elite level. I'm not there are guys that play defense, but. Your Michael Jordans, uh, your Kobe Bryant's, your Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. uh, Paul George. I mean, he's not bad at them play a defense. Um, but if that's what they the, the Milwaukee needs to do again, you know, if that's what they're telling him, just focus mm-hmm. on, on you know disrupting Phoenix's offense, then I will give him a pass as far as his numbers go, which I'll talk about in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure, like I, I'm, I'm with you on that, like. Cause I mean he's has he's had like in just about in every game a near triple doubles like thirteen seven and seven it's ugly his field goal percentage is nasty 
I mean, he's doing he's going 14 from, you know, four from 14. Uh, yesterday, he was uh, 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 f- four for 20. You know what I mean? Like it's. Yeah. And, and, and he didn't have uh, he didn't make one three point shot. He missed all five. of them. No. And it was disgusting. He was 17 uh, percent from the three point line before uh, game three. And he made five threes in game three. But yeah, I mean, like you said, though, he's he's doing it. He's doing what he needs to do. So I'll give him a pass. And I'm I'm going back to what I was saying as far as all the, the big name players uh giving that offensive offensive output, Giannis Middleton and, and Holiday are the guys from Milwaukee, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give him a pass then. Uh I'm gonna go to the other side, go to the Bucks for a minute. Middleton. He he I think that's uh was the season high for him? 40 points? Career oh, yeah. high. Oh, yeah. Career high? 40. Uh, uh, the postseason high for sure uh, on 33 shots. But, yeah, I mean, it was. That's not, that's not a very good percentage. No, no. But it's it's it, he got aggressive when he needed to get aggressive, and that was towards the end. He's the best free throw shooter. And you actually mentioned something um, over the course of the first two games. If you want to let everybody know what that is. I don't know. You remember what that was? No, I'll refresh my memory. About Middleton? He didn't shoot free throws. I don't think he, he no. He didn't, no, he didn't have no. He didn't take one free throw. He didn't he in the first two games. It wasn't until late in the game three that he had a free throw. Um, and this is your best free throw shooter, you know what I mean? 88 and 88 right. free throw shooter. That will get you 40 points, getting to the line, being aggressive. That's what it's all about when you're in an offensive uh when you when you got the ball. And back, you need to be aggressive. You need to force the referees to make decisions. Mm-hmm. We'll get into referees and decision making later. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean Middleton, he finally, that's what I mean. He finally hit his cylinder hit last night. Mm-hmm. Giannis mm-hmm. fell back to 22 after he carried the team mm-hmm. in games uh what was it, game three and I'm sorry, game two, two and three, three two yeah. and three, yeah. where he had 40 plus. Mm-hmm. Last night he only needed 22, but he did other things. They played more as a team. So I mean, combined Giannis and uh, Middleton, they had 66 points. Mm-hmm. Um, and you mentioned Covington. I'm not pronouncing the kid's name right. I, I don't think Connaughton. Connaughton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said he only had 11 points, but they were they were big 11 points, and when they were. There were shots being taken when uh, the shot clock was expiring or he got an offensive rebound and put it back up and he he hurt Phoenix. Um, those are the little things in which is why I think Phoenix lost by six points. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee did more of the little things when you want to look at stats in basketball. They did more of the little things right versus Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Turnovers. <sighs> You can't you can't turn the ball over in any sport and expect to win. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's gotten um, worse too. That's the thing. DeAndre Aiden, he had his uh how many points did he have last night? Oh, it wasn't that good. He had six points, but he had 17 boards. Yeah, 17 boards, he only got six points. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you looking at the numbers? How many offensive rebounds he had? Uh not right the second, but you know what? I can look it up for you. That's, that's what, what you do. Because that's what we do. 
So, I mean, you're looking at he, he had <laughs> there you go, Rob. He had one offensive rebound. So you're not getting extra chance points. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. he had he's defending the 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 you know defensive side yeah. on, on the boards, but uh which is something they were good at the first couple games. But yeah. Yeah, he he's he was scoring more points. I mean, some of it was because he was getting offensive rebounds and put, just putting it back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, but I think it's because Phoenix was sloppy. Mm-hmm. Cause they only lost by six. Yeah. I think Giannis is going to have to score more than 22 points. Mm-hmm. The rest of the series. Yeah. I think they got away with uh, with that, with him last night, with Middleton stepping up. I don't see Middleton scoring 40 again. No. Maybe, no. maybe in game six, but I, I don't see that again. That's why I want to see again. I, I'm sounding redundant, but I want to see all players hitting on all cylinders, the one that's supposed to be hitting on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Paul, I'll go back to Chris Paul. Mm. You think he's running out of gas? I mean, he's he's what? He, uh. is, he is 31. Oh, he's older than that, man. He's, he's, I'm he's, sorry, Dan. I'm thinking some, somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm, and, and again, Chris Paul, you ain't that old. We know you ain't that old, but in basketball, you, in, yeah, you're old. <laughs> <clears throat> so you think he's running out? I mean, I, um, there was one time where he just was, he was trying to dribble into the lane and he kind of just fell. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, it's, it's quite possible. Or shit, man. I don't know. I don't know that I want to say he's choking. No. Uh, I mean, I, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. Now, people will go be out there and they'll tell you that. They'll tell you they'll start putting Reggie Miller gifts and memes and shit. But uh <laughs> you know, like exactly. <laughs> hey, Reggie, Reggie will choke a motherfucker. That he will. Ask uh, Michael Jordan. A lot of them old school motherfuckers would. But uh I, I, I don't want to say that. Cause I don't, I, I can't say that about Chris Paul. He's a dog. Um, I, it, it could possibly be his legs, man. His legs from under him are just tired. This is the thing, man. You never know when that's gonna hit. You know, it. No. I mean, you never no. know when it's gonna hit. Not everybody's fucking Tom Brady, but you know what I mean, like. And that's that's a whole other subject. For yeah, no, yeah, I'm gonna start on Brady. Yeah, yeah, but but you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. It's and basketball is more taxing than football versus yeah 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 on your knees joints it's it's your joints and I mean you're you you can cater for protection in football but uh I don't know man it's his plus minus has gone down every game uh his turnovers have gone down I think this is a, a have gone down everything everything since, since game two seven against against game seven versus the Clippers he had forty one in the closeout game. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, in game one, he had twenty three, maybe. Game two, his points have declined every game, which speaks to his plus and minus decline in every game. Yeah, I mean, look, look at look and see how many points he scored from uh, games one to four. I'm sure it's declined. Oh, 100 percent. Game one, he had thirty two. He went for twenty in the second half. So scorching hot. That's I mean, that was the the come out party for Chris Paul. But then he had twenty three, game two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, I mean, and like I said, his plus minus is going down. And then, uh, game three, 
I mean, turnovers as well continue to happen. And How many points do you have in game three? 19. So it's – And last night? 10. Thank you. So, so and <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and minus 10, uh, it, it's just – I don't. I don't know, man. And he's not looking clutch. He's not hitting clutch shots. No. Um. Although he, he go ahead. I think he took a step back yesterday, because I don't know if you remember, but earlier on in the series, it seemed as if in if I'm if I remember correctly, um, in game two, he, uh, Booker was scorching hot. You know, he was scorching hot, but he was not looking for him. So, oh, it, it almost looked like. Like, you know, him trying to win the MVP battle or something like that, which I mean, I get it's your first finals and you want to you want to do that for yourself and you want to put forth the effort to do that. But hell, maybe that's what gassed him out. <laughs> game one <laughs> a game, game. I think that happened in game two. But uh, there was a game in there where Booker was hot, man. And the next thing you know, he wasn't looking for him anymore. Um, and he kind of was just trying to take over on himself. It wasn't game one because game one, I mean. You couldn't stop Chris Paul. You you, you couldn't do it. So, mm. but, but again, man, it's it's that snowballing effect. I mean, I know you you've mentioned rest and all that, but I I, I think it's it's a lot more than for 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 them for the players right now. It's just I don't know. Some of it, you know, yeah, you do know. On I'll fill in for you, but you do know because when I said you'll be like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's between the ears. Maybe they're starting to think that uh, you said that they felt you thought that they were demoralized in game three. Maybe it's between their ears, ears that uh, they can't beat Milwaukee. Yeah. And I mean, I, that that and travel time, it's not like it's something simple. Uh, I mean, you're traveling from Wisconsin to Phoenix. It's not. I can't I don't know how, much, how long that flight is, but I'm just saying you're doing that. You're practicing and it's this late in the season and. Mm, it just there's so many factors. Maybe, maybe it's in, it's in their head that they can't win, and I don't know. I've never entered anything like that that I can think of right now, off the top of my head, where I felt like, well, we're gonna lose to these guys, or that's maybe, maybe Game Three did that to them. It looked like it to me, and it, that's what I mean. It started with him, and you could see it in his face. So that's not uh, good. No, and you saw what Devin Booker did game three. He had 10 points. So I, I follow the leader. You know what I mean? Now, Devin Booker, we're not saying he's not a leader or anything, but um, Chris Paul is. As he, Chris Paul goes, so do, so do the Suns. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I don't know, man. There's just something I really noticed in game three that I think I, I personally think that has rolled over to game four. They just yep. try to respond and then. Well, that makes sense. He had five turnovers. Uh-huh. He had more turnovers last night than he has had in uh, in any of the games leading up to last night. I mean, he's got 22 turnovers. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. He's got 15 total in four games. He got five of them last night. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure his I mean, turnover games have been bad. That's what I mean. If you look at game one and game game two, his he, uh, assist to turnover ratio was top notch, best in the postseason. And again, it just flipped on it, man. Uh, and I, and I, again, I think it has to do with the fact that in game two, he just tried to take over the game when 
Booker was just going at it, going at it, going at it. He looked good. And he's just like, no, I want to be the MVP. Again, this is just an opinion, but. That's all it is. That's what, that's what we're doing here. It's just TMI. That's what we do. Um, I, and I mean, hopefully he's not. What did you do there? He's not doing this. Reggie one. Miller, man. Yeah. We just need Spike Lee somewhere to. Where you uh, at, Spike? And, and okay. On the other side of, of the ball, Milwaukee. We talked about Phoenix turning the ball over 17 times. Mm. Milwaukee only turned the ball over seven times. Mm-hmm. So that can cover up for things like that can cover up for uh, Drew Holiday's poor shooting performance. I mean, seven turnovers for a game is pretty good. I mean, that's 48 minutes. Um, yeah. I don't know how many turnovers that is per minute. But it's not a lot compared to 17 in, in 48 minutes. Um, and then Milwaukee had 12 more offensive rebounds. So mm-hmm. that's Phoenix can't let them out-rebound them like that. Right. And and uh, as you mentioned earlier, I mean, we, we talked about Aiden and the one and – One offensive board. Right. And, and... – Early on, early in the series, that's just how it was. They 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 capitalized on second chance points far more than than the Bucks. But um, I think I think the adjustments they're making. I think Bobby Portis uh, playing a little more minutes. The crowd loves seeing them. I mean, I'm sure you saw it. As soon oh, as they love Bobby Portis. He's a, he's yeah, a, he's a dog. He come but, in with bad intentions. At least he has that look in his eye. <laughs> Bug eyes. That's what yeah, they call them. They call them bug eyes. Yeah, he looks like he, <laughs> he coming in. He looked like he coming in looking for trouble. Mm-hmm. Hey, you need you need motherfuckers like that, though. You know yeah, that. Sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know how it is. You need somebody behind you that that'd be willing to jump somebody with you. Gotta have somebody like that on your squad all the time. You know, Steven Jackson or Ron Artest. You gotta have somebody like that. And yeah. that's that's who they well, they got one in, in Phoenix and Chris Paul, but you're not going to get into a scuffle. Chris Paul just get into your head and get under your skin, mm-hmm. whispering stuff that the referee doesn't hear. Yeah. But back, back to the uh, back to the Milwaukee side of the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, they out-rebounded them by 12. Mm-hmm. They shot 10 more free throws, which is what Phoenix mm-hmm. – Phoenix, they can't – that's part of what they do. They're, what, 89% as a team? Oh, they're up there, man. They're, they're, they're Yeah, I, I believe so. 89, right at 90% as a team. As a team. And I mean, you're talking about there's games that shit, game one, they were 96. You know what okay. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, totally. And, and so, feet and the books are keeping up. Okay. So that's one of Phoenix's strengths that you brought up in the very beginning before we, when we started to do the preview. That's one of Phoenix's strengths, mm-hmm. right? Right. How well they shoot ball from the free throw line. You got to get to the free throw line, but how well they shoot it. Well, Milwaukee had 10 more free throws. So what I'm saying is Phoenix can't allow Milwaukee to be bigger than, not just be bigger than them, Mm -hmm. but beat them at something that they are supposed to be doing better than Mm -hmm. Milwaukee. 100%. Now, with all that being said, they only lost by six points. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I, I could go back and tell you that the buck the bucks only lost by 10 and 13 and Giannis didn't make all his free throws so but that's expected true but 
Yeah, but you saw what happened in game three. He was 70 plus from the free throw line and he made a lot of his. And he seems, he seems to be looking a little bit more and more comfortable now. He yeah. looked more comfortable last night. I don't know what he now That's at home. That's at home. We're going to see how he does on the road. Uh, going back to Phoenix, that, 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 that'll be something to look at. Exactly. Well, uh, I don't. One other thing. One other thing. Another little nugget. Throw it at us. The Suns only had 13 shots at the rim. Mm-hmm. They can't get in the paint. You can't get no. in the paint. That's why they they didn't have as many free throws. Oh yeah, you got to be aggressive, and that's the thing. You know, Giannis can't is is not a great free throw shooter. But the point is, volume is king. I mean, no, I'm, I'm talking about the Suns. They only had 13 shots at the rim. Right. So they can't. They can't implement one of their strengths at, at a 90% shooting uh, free throw team. Mm-hmm. If you're only taking 13 shots at the rim yeah. in a 48-minute game. Right. Totally. They need to they need to be a little more aggressive. Yeah. And it's Maybe. not just it's not just uh Booker. That's the thing. Uh maybe there's a reason for that, you know. Who knows? Maybe it's because Milwaukee got too much, too many bricks in their pants, and they too heavy for him. They're they big. Yeah. And you got you got Giannis making great blocks like he did. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll, 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 I want to segue into that real quick. We can come back if you want to. But where do you rank that as all time blocks? Is that the one of the best blocks you ever seen in the finals? Not overall um, in the finals. Um, it's it's it, yeah, it's up there. Again, I think you you could uh, answer that question far more than I could, seeing as you've seen far more basketball than I have. Um, but I wasn't I was a little bitty, little bitty boy when Bill Russell <laughs> made the block that he made. That That's the only thing I can compare it to. But I was a little little boy. Yeah. Um, the one that LeBron had against the Warriors, that was to me easier. Mm-hmm. That that was my I played a little high school basketball and that was my favorite way to block a shot was to run a guy down. Mm-hmm. He don't know you're coming. I mean, because he did it at what he did it in the pick and roll, right? And he was yeah. he was looking away, and as he, he the ball was lobbed, he turned and, and went he up. High. <laughs> yeah. like, like, he turned and went up like super yeah. freak, Greek freak, man. That's and not only and not only, yeah, the Greek freak, and yeah. not only. Did he block it? Aiden was getting ready to poke it. Mm. Iguodala was shooting a layup. Aiden, mm. he wasn't getting ready to shoot a layup. He was getting ready to poke that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and that's that's harder to do. The force of somebody trying to, with all their might, stick it through the, through the rim. Brick in their pants. What did you call it? Yeah, they got their heavier, man. They, they got, got more bricks in their pants. pants. I, think, I think that's now you got it. I think that's it. I mean, he's he's strong, man. <laughs> he's stronger yeah. than Aiden. Yeah. Well, he showed that when he blocked his dunk. Because <laughs> if, if 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 Aiden were the stronger of the two, he would have dunked on his ass and went to the line and shot in one. Now, so, now, no, not no knock on Aiden, and I, I didn't mean to mention mention this earlier, but shout out to him and Giannis. Um, they're uh, the first two players to debut and uh, or 
the two players to debut in, in the finals and do go 15 points, 15 rebounds. Uh, hasn't been done since, since Tim Duncan in 1999. So they both did that, but shout out to them. Shout out. But that, again, that's just me adding a little credit to Aiden because it is his first finals or, or his for his first uh, postseason, really. Shit. Yeah. Uh, Giannis has been doing this. You know, he's, he's been Greek freak for a while now. Uh, but yeah. Aiden's got a bright future, man. Oh, I'm not taking anything away from him. I just wanted to know if you've seen a, a better block in, in the finals game uh, than that. I, I, I can't say that I have. No. Yeah, it, it may not have been in the same it. moment as LeBron's game seven versus Warriors. or when, But, <clears throat> yeah, I thought that was pretty impressive. And you mentioned what he was doing. He was guarding a pick and roll, and he just kind of swiveled his hips mm-hmm. and then went straight up and was like, nah, not tonight, man. <laughs> I'm tough. sorry. Yeah, that's tough, man. I have it. Now, I don't know. You got anything else you want to put in on, from game four? You got some more numbers? And- uh, I, I think, uh, as you said, Phoenix only lost by six. I feel like... You're very sloppy. Uh, yeah, but I also think the Bucks were very sloppy early on. I feel like they were it's missing a lot. It was, it was, they were missing a lot of shots, um, and that's kind of what cost Phoenix to uh, prevail and win those games. I truly think the Bucks are the better team after watching the games more and more. But um, because, again, they, they were just as sloppy the first two games, you know? Okay. Uh, I mean, they were six from 24 from three, uh, you know what I mean, game one. But uh, that's what I mean, just, just to set an example. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, you mean here going forward, right? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, yeah, I mean, is there anything you want to add to? Oh, for, for game four, yeah. Game four. Uh, I, I, I think we saw the Bucks starting to get in a little more rhythm. I think and the coach, their will. Yeah, and I think the coaching is starting to come into play. Um, so, like, like I said, they, they catered a little more to their style. They played Phoenix's style early on in the series. Um, uh, and and Phoenix, man, they they Monty obviously. If anyone that saw the post game interview, he's trying to coach him up. He's trying to tell him, um, but uh, I, I, I yeah, I mean, there there's really not much more I can add uh, other than that, really. But I, I hope Phoenix bounces back. I really do because it, it'd be nice to see. Which I guess will take us into who do you think is going to win tomorrow? I, I I have, I have, uh, I'll have Phoenix winning tomorrow. I know I just said all that and whatnot, but well, you said you hope you want them to win. Yeah, <clears throat> I think I think the sun, the crowd, the crowd helps both teams. Uh, I'm interested to see how Giannis will respond at the free throw line after having two comfortable games at home, where he could sit there and just breathe and take 300 seconds to shoot a free throw. <laughs> Um, you know, without them doing anything and, uh, you know, them not calling three second calls on him and shit. Cause you was in the pain a lot. I don't know if you saw that yesterday. I missed that. And that's something yeah. I usually pay attention to. But <laughs> I, sometimes I don't because they don't call it anymore. That motherfucker, he that's might, a rule that they don't even enforce anymore. No. And that's the thing I was noticing. I was like, he might as well sit Indian style and shit. Yeah. Yeah. PP. Some shit. I don't know, man. He, yeah, I was like, they ain't calling that shit for nothing. 
Uh, but um, yeah, I, I, I would think that the crowd would lift them. Because uh, again, this to me, when, when you see this, it's desperation mode at this point. It's best two out of three. Yeah, and you you can't lose at home. No, you can, but you will make it more difficult. That's where the series will be lost at this point. At this point in the series, uh, it's crucial. You can't let a, a game go go uh, or slip from you at home. Can't do it. I, I expect Chris Paul to have a better game, uh, obviously. And then I said that about uh, Booker. I think when did Booker have a bad game? It was game three. Game three. You called it. You said he's gonna, you didn't expect. Was it going to be three of 14? And he came back with ripped off 40 plus. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, I expect both of those guys and Aiton to put up the numbers that we expect to see from them. I expect their bench play to be a little bit better in camp from Cameron Payne. Mm-hmm. Um, I expect Milwaukee to play a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm interested in seeing is if Middleton, I'm sorry, if Holiday can have his best shooting night to go along to help Middleton in, in uh, Giannis. I think Middleton, you know, I think, yeah, I think he's comfortable now. I think he's, he's, he's Middleton. He's, yeah. I think he, he's, he's, he's good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, to get you 20 to 30. Yeah. I mean, Giannis, we know what Giannis is going to do. I think um, this will have a bigger game tomorrow uh, than he did yesterday. Who? Giannis? Giannis will have a bigger game. See, yeah, point wise. The, the, the problem with the away games for the Bucks is uh man, they didn't get Giannis didn't get a whole lot of help, man. He was he was like if I'm right, like 46% of their points, you know? Right. And that's me just averaging it up. But but I mean you need some help, some help in there, you know. Uh and and again, they weren't aggressive early on in the series. I would expect for them to learn from their mistakes. I mean, and and prove everybody wrong when they say that the Bucks are dumb, that they play dumb basketball. Uh, well, sometimes they do. <laughs> and, they, and they do, but I'm just saying, if they come in and they they learn from what they did wrong in game one and game two on the road, uh, you know, that, that'll say a lot about them and that'll shut those people up. That's what they have to do then because they, they – it seems as though when a series starts, they wait to see what the other team's going to do instead of saying, hey, we're going to play – Milwaukee Buck basketball. Yeah. They have to fall behind one game or two games and then decide to impose their will. Um now we can't let this we can't, we can't we can't uh skate over this. <sighs> Going back to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. If how do I want to say this without being uh just say it, man. Say it. Say how you need to say it. Well, going going back to Phoenix, if 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 the Suns shoot more free throws and they win, then then people are gonna start talking about what happened in Game Four mm. when uh, Booker, who who some I don't know what's wrong with him. I think Monty Williams has to reel him in sometimes, but mm-hmm. he doesn't. When he fouled out last night and they didn't call it, mm-hmm. he, he got to play with seven fouls. Now, what, <laughs> what I'm saying is he did. Now, what I'm saying yeah, is yeah, I got if, you. if 
Phoenix wins, and it has something to do with free throw this uh, a, a discrepancy. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? What? Do, why do you think they didn't foul him out last night? Because he's a superstar. Um. Yeah, it, it, I mean, was it not a foul? It's not. Oh. It, 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 that should have been a foul out. Yeah, he shouldn't have played another minute in that game. Um, <clears throat> however, man, this is this has been going on for a while. Uh, the officiating again. The thing is, we're so used to see, seeing LeBron get this kind of treatment. Most uh, of them do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think Magic ever fouled out of a game in my life. <laughs> Who's that? I don't think Magic Johnson ever fouled out of a oh, game. Yeah. I mean, ever. Was... His whole career that I can remember because I remember, I, I remember, you know, stuff like that when I was a kid. Michael Jordan, I don't remember him ever fouling out of a game. To be mm-hmm. honest, I'm sure he has. Yeah. Uh, we come back and, and, and recap after uh, game five. I'll try to have those numbers and see how many times those guys have ever fouled out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Right. Uh, but, see, and this is the thing. Uh, in game five or game four, uh, they, he wasn't the only one in foul trouble. I mean, Jay Crowder had five fouls. Yep. Uh, uh, Chris Paul had four. Uh, yep. I mean, they were dogging them. And again, it was the aggressiveness that the Bucks had. Now, they did have some calls go their way. I think they had the edge on the calls. Um, I would agree. And, I, I thought Milwaukee got a couple of extra calls. And I think that's what you're referring to is that if if they sons go back home and they're winning at the free throw line, is it an officiating problem? Is that kind of what I'm getting from you? Yeah, and that's not a good look. No, not at all. The fans are going to start to think that the league is rigged. Not at all. But and, and this is this is where I think uh I think it could all turn around, and that's if we see the Bucks play Bucks basketball. Tomorrow, and uh, the officials make the right calls. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, and that too. Yes, because they they give them they give them some shit. But uh, it, it again, it starts with the aggressiveness, though. You know, if you if you're aggressive, you're gonna get those calls. So and that, and and yeah, and that's what Booker was trying to do. The foul that the third foul he picked up was dumb. When he reached, he was reaching at Giannis after I think Giannis got an offensive board. The fourth foul. There was even a. a, a clear his, fouls, his fouls are dumb, is what I'm getting at. Uh, he, I, did, I guess he doesn't realize the, the what he does is he put he's putting the team in jeopardy. The the foul he committed on PJ Tucker, it was because of what happened on the other end of the floor, mm-hmm. and as they came back on defense, he was upset. He thought the ball had went off of Milwaukee. Is what it was, and he didn't get. He was upset. The mm-hmm. announcer said, uh, "Mike Green even said he's mad." I was like, "Mad is not a good word to describe a person because mad means a uh, rabbit. Uh, mad is like when a dog has rabies. Mad is not a good. <laughs> mad is bad. You know what I'm saying? And not up. He just say he's upset. He's mad. So he, he was. He was mad. He was in. You know, but he comes back. He kept that with him, and he just ran and. You know, he, he threw his shoulder into P.J. Tucker. Then he had to sit. Mm-hmm. That changed the complexion of the game. Yeah, and they were up. That's what, yeah, they were up. They, that's what's wild. They were up, and he was up for about five minutes, came back at the three-minute mark. So that. I said all that to say, uh, Bookham need to chill out. 
and make the smarter decisions when it comes to uh, when how you want to commit a foul and when to commit a foul and because that was dumb. You're also that's, that's, that was a negative negative a minus minus. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? One hundred percent. So and and it, I think uh, it a lot has to do with his maturity in the postseason. He doesn't have. He's a freshman in the postseason, man. This is this is uh, to him, and he he's so far along uh, that he sees where he's at in this stage of the game because he's he's intelligent. He's yeah, an, he's an intelligent dude. Um, that wasn't an intelligent foul, though. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. But that's what I'm saying. There's a point where, uh, you know, your emotions get the best of you. Luca does it. Yeah. Oh yeah, one yeah, a, a lot. Yeah, but those those. Two guys are very young, um, and that comes with with basketball, as you know. Uh, the, it, you gotta you gotta go through some growing pains in basketball. Yeah, and, you gotta and, grow. You gotta grow NBA player as a person. They're, like you said, they're young, 24, 22. So, anyway, uh, I got Phoenix winning tomorrow. Um, I don't know the over under or who's favored. You got that information? Uh, I do not, but I can get it for you. But yeah, I mean, I I could see a close game still. It'll be that of a game four. Um, and it, I could see a blow for blow. Same way. Uh, Giannis will probably be the recipient. Yeah, it was last night at halftime. It was tied 52, 52 all. Yeah. So. Oh. So we we finally we finally got a, what we want finally finally and I I'm I'm feeling you know like you said it's uh it's do or die it's best two out of three and I think the games from here on out will be like last night and um, sometimes this is how it plays out sometimes you, you when a series starts teams fill each other out so to speak and yeah. You know, and then you defend home court. So it, it gets more exciting as it goes along, especially if it's tied 2-2. And that's what we have. Uh, over-under is 218. Always at 218, isn't it? They, they, they like those averages, man. I'm telling you. It's safe. It's safe. They, that, that That's what we entered game one with. Right. 218. And uh, they're calling Phoenix by four. Hmm. Yeah. They're calling Phoenix by four. Uh, they're gonna score more than 218 points. I'm gonna say that right now, yeah. Um, so you got the over then, uh, yeah. You say it's 218, not 218 and a half, 218, 218 flat. Uh, yeah, I'll take the over, I'll take the over, and it'll be just over. I'll take the over on that. And I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Four more points. That'd be 216. Hmm. Yeah. Let's change this. I'm I'm trying to come up with a uh, score, actually. Two, one. I think Phoenix will get in between 110 and 118. Yeah, that's that's pretty much uh, that's on par. And, and, and Milwaukee will score about they'll be close, but Phoenix is gonna they'll cover the spread as what four and a half. 
Four. Four, period. No half. I think Milwaukee will score 118 to 108. 118 108. Okay. That gives you six, two, 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 226 points. And Phoenix uh, covering the spread by, you said it's four, and if you get them four points, that'll give them 112. So they'll cover the spread. And uh, so who you got? You think uh, you, you, you take the over? I'll take the over slightly. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, close to what you, where you're at right there I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll piggyback on your your, your deal okay so you I like, I like where you're at with it and you think that um you think Phoenix will cover four yeah 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 you don't think it'll be tight you don't think it'll be come down to the last possession uh yeah uh if it was four or four and a half the last game uh, Milwaukee covered I'm sure Milwaukee was I, I, favorite uh, I, I call the cover yeah Okay. All right. I'll call the cover. All Uh, right, well. Go ahead. What you got? Nothing. I'm just I'm just glad this series is finally somewhat kicking in in the direction that us fans want to see. I think having fans in the stands is beautiful. Uh no doubt. Uh just make sure you guys are safe out there. I mean, this shit's still going around. Don't you know, I'm not telling anybody what to do but just be safe um it is beautiful to watch though man i mean this sports is nothing without the fans man and i you know that's what we're aiming towards and you know if there's anything that you guys know that we could do better just let us know all right then that concludes uh this episode of tmi fantasy sports 2021 nba finals coverage Thank you for watching. If you like, click and subscribe. Let us know, like my man Raul B said, what we can do better. And be looking forward to TMI Fantasy Sports when we delve into the fantasy football. We can't wait for that. Hit it!